the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. and welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections. I'm your host, but I'm also the chairman of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where we help all small businesses start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. The best way to reach us and find out what we do is go to our website at blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Today, very, very special guest today, Jackie and Kiana Jackson of Jackie's Place. And if you haven't heard of Jackie's Place, my goodness, are you going to find out some stuff? And you, you're just going to be hungry when you hear all this. So first, I'm just going to introduce Jackie and Kiana. How are you guys doing today? We're doing We're well. Great. How are you? How are you, Carl? I am fantastic. I am so excited about this because I know we're going to be announcing some things for November 6th. But before we even do that, tell me a little bit about how did, Jackie, how did you get in this business? And then how did you bring Kian in this business? Oh, Lord. oh, my goodness. So, Carl, my story starts back when I was a child. My mother was a chef. My mother was a cook. Mm. And we have a real large family. So, but our, my catering business started many, many years after raising eight children in the house. Mm. And all my kids were involved in sports or some sort. And our, our house became the Kool-Aid house. And we would uh, cook cook meals for the football team and for the coaches and for whoever else was in the neighborhood. And it went from there. I started doing catering for my church. And then one of the um, sororities from um, the Alpha Kappa Alpha asked me to do a catering job for the baccalaureate mm. probably 25 years ago. 25 years years ago it's been that long um and that first catering job was 300 people and i managed to do that catering job all by myself and literally from that day forward the business started um growing right before my eyes we started getting requests for different um things to be prepared for them and before i knew it i was catapulted into a catering business without really even but from there we, um, the business grew and before I knew it, I was, you know, researching and trying to figure out how to open up a storefront. Up a storefront. 
And three years ago, we thought that we would have a little place where people would come by and we, you know, well, three years ago, we did have a place where a little place people could come by. And um, we actually opened up our initial restaurant in November of 2018. Right. Um, we were on in Japantown in San Jose and uh, we were able to... Um, you know, pretty much provide for the community and and uh, like kind of get a lot of buzz for a soul food restaurant, another soul food restaurant in the Silicon Valley. And we were doing well there for probably about a year and a half up until March of 2020. Mm. Um, things kind of started to get crazy in the world with um, the virus and the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so um, at that point in time, me and my siblings were kind of helping out here and there and, and trying to figure out, um, you know, what we can do to help progress the restaurant. And mm-hmm. we made a decision as a family to probably just close down for a month, just get everything prepared, mm-hmm. um, get ourselves prepared, make because it's a family restaurant. We want to make sure everyone is mm-hmm. safe and mm-hmm. that we're doing things in decency and in order. So what we decided to do was close down for a month mm-hmm. and um, get prepped you know, for, for COVID um, or the things that were coming along with it. We had the sanitizer and the shields and the face masks and, um, you know, social distancing and, and the signs and placards in place. And we opened back up, I want to say March the 6th, May. sorry, May the 6th, 2020 um, for uh, the reopening after mm-hmm. closed down for a month to prepare because things were happening with COVID. And uh, we did well that day. And the ne- very next day we opened up and unexpectedly um, because things were so stagnant for the past month, um, we had an electrical fire mm. and the fire took out pretty much and condemned the back end of our restaurant. The oh, fire department wow. came in and um, deemed it uh, unfit for us to continue our business. So at that point we were kind of at a, a standstill um, and we thought we were at a loss because everything that happened prior to that, everything that we worked for was gone within a day. And mm-hmm. um, we didn't really see any future only because the pandemic was, was, was taking out restaurants. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then I want to say from May, June, July, September, or no, no, not even August, August of that same year, three months later. Yeah. Um, one of the employees was across the street from a building on first street and noticed that it had a for sale sign on it and um, told my mom about it. And mm-hmm. she, you know, of course, consulted with all of us just to see what we thought. And we're like, well, you know, we kind of, we're trying to see what's going on with the building on sixth street and uh-huh. we get our hands into something else. What, 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 what's going on. But um, there's something about just that happening. Um, just kind of piqued our interest and just see, well, let's just see what's going on. So I think I was with you that yeah, day. Yeah. Um, we met with um, Louie and Effie Pappas. Um, they're the owners and the, um, Managers of the Bold Night in San Jose, mm-hmm. they were had the restaurant open for like, for many years like, back in the seventies and eighties, yeah, like for for decades. And um, we were taking the, a tour of the building on First Street, and it was me and her, and um, it just kind of for me. It I've been in the food and beverage industry for probably for about. Um, going on 10 years, been in events for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. And for me, just seeing the building, it was overwhelming. Not mm-hmm. in a bad way, but just like, wow, there's so many things that can happen, but this is the time of social distancing, not social mm-hmm. gathering. So <laughs> this is something that we can do. 
but it wasn't until we got probably downstairs because there was a downstairs to this building to where my mom realized that there was a connection to this building that we never knew we had. Um, yeah. Um, this was, this building happened to be the last place that I had brought my mother to. My mother died a few mm. years back of uh, dementia and um, after meeting with the papas and from the time that we locked eyes, mm-hmm. he, he said, I'm going to do what I can to help you. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I thought it was too big. I, I, I thought that it was just going to be too much for us to handle. Mm-hmm. But, um, when I turned the corner and realized I could hear my mom singing, Mm. The last time we were here, I could hear voices. I could hear forks singing together, mm-hmm. people enjoying themselves, having a good time. Mm-hmm. And to be to be quite honest with you, Carl, once I had a conversation with Kiana initially about um, possibly taking over this restaurant and bringing something like this to San Jose, I was truly motivated by the Black Lives Matter movement mm. this, that, that particular summer and not operating out of fear and was encouraged just to go forward and, and try and make this happen. Um, I had a meeting with my children. I knew that I was going to need them. I wanted to partner up with them and mm-hmm. give the, give our family um, an opportunity as we try and provide something to the community. Yeah. And I wanted us to be able to, not just for my family, but I wanted our community to have a place that they could be proud of. Mm. We don't have to. We don't have to be in a shack, and we don't have to do things in a small scale. We can yeah. do things. We can do things better. And so, um, not that any any anybody. This is no shade to anybody or anything. Right. It's just I wanted us to be looked at differently. We are a hardworking family, hardworking mm-hmm. people. And we have a, we have a good community. We have a lot of people that support us and I just wanted to give them a place that they can come and be proud of as well as us. Man, what is, what a story. That's a, that's exactly why we at the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, we want to come alongside of you. Um, you. you got to tell me about what's going to happen uh, November 6th. Because we're we're encouraging our entire community to come out, but not just our community. I'm right. going to invite Dennis King of the Hispanic Chamber, the Vietnamese, Filipino, and Chinese leaders, because many of them love soul food. But you, right, do, right. But you do more than even soul food. So tell me about November 6th. But even, even before that, though, because I, I promised I'd do this on both halves of the show, I want you to tell people, where your place is at, when it's opening, and what they can do and how they can do to reach you or, or make reservations. Why don't you tell me so, that now? Uh, with that being said, our new location is at 840 North 1st Street in San Jose. And um, if you want to, of course, contact us, you can reach us via email. Our email address is info, I-N-F-O, at jackiesplacesj.com. Or if you're looking to plan an event, you can reach us at events at JackiesPlaceSJ.com or on our website, of course, at JackiesPlaceSJ.com. Our Instagram handle and our Facebook handle, surprisingly, <laughs> easily, is the same. It's going to be Jackie's Place or at Jackie's Place SJ um, for both Instagram and for um, Facebook. We haven't really dipped and dabbled into Twitter or TikTok <laughs> yet, but that's, that's like it's going to be in the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can, can, you, can you spell Jackie's Place? Place because I don't think. Yeah, that, you know what? There, yeah, it is. It's 
technically apostrophe, but there's none in the um, thing. So mm-hmm. J A C K I E S P L A C E, and then S is in Sam J as in Jack dot com. Wow, man, I I love this. You know, on the second half of the show, I want to talk to you, Jackie. You alluded to it a little bit. And it was almost like myself. And we tell people that, you know, if somebody's good at one thing like catering, and then you go open up a restaurant, that's a completely different skill set you have to have. And I know you guys will verify that as soon as we talk about it. So let's do this. Let's stop right now because... I want to give this full attention and let you really dive into that because that's very important. I mean, we have lots of people who are mechanics and people like myself, they did promotions. But then when you buy a nightclub, it's a big difference. November 4th, 5th, 6th and 7th is the anniversary, the third year anniversary of Jackie's Place. Um, Even though we haven't consecutively, you know, due to pandemic and fire, Mm -hmm. been in business or um, we changed locations, we want to... um, do something special for this location. You heard our story. Um, we are firm believers and um, everything happens for a reason right. and that God put us in this position for right. us to uh, now elevate not only ourselves, but our family, the community, and just leave a legacy with Jackie or my mom, as I call her, I call her Jackie mm. in business, but my mom's name <laughs> on it. Yeah. <laughs> so I am the director of catering and events here at the restaurant and I don't do anything small. My mom's birthday is also on Tuesday the 2nd and we tie that in with the anniversary so we can get a much larger celebration. We have a lot to be thankful for and we're doing it in a big way at this new bigger restaurant. (laughs) Um, So we're starting off the week on Thursday. We have a special that's going on throughout the day from 1 to 7 and then we're doing a live a soul concert with a local artist. Her name is Nate. She's a soul singer and she's going to come and be here from seven to nine to do a wonderful uh, show for us. We're going to be rolling out a new, um, a new menu for appetizers Mm. and it's a free event for the community. So Mm. if you are in the Silicon Valley or or beyond the Bay area and you're looking for um, a business with good food and good music, please stop by this Thursday or next Thursday on the 4th of November Friday is Friends and Family Day. We're encouraging people to bring people to just commune and be in fellowship and and just, again, enjoy good food. Uh, Mm -hmm. Saturday is going to be the kicker. That's when we have all of the city officials and uh, members of the chamber that are going to be here in support. Other organizations that we're so grateful for. Um, Again, we've been in this building. We've been operating um, through the pandemic for about a few months. Um, to go and um, just barely get into indoor dining, but we want to commemorate this building this time with our our community and with our people and, and the support that we um, are going to receive on that day. So um, that's going to start at 10.30 a.m. and then we're going to be open for business on at, starting at 11 and we're giving out prizes. We're going to have a DJ. Mm. We have mm. a couple of raffles. We're supporting um, different local entrepreneurs, black entrepreneurs and artists. Uh, Tyler Gordon, he wrote a book um, and we're going to be raffling that off. We have um, local businesses that we're supporting. Nirvana Soul is one of them. We're giving Mm. out some 
49er tickets. Wow. So it's a, it's a big community based wow. thing. We're, we're not looking out just for ourselves, but if we wow. know someone and if there's someone else who's interested who is willing to, um, you know, support us in um, the giveaway that day that want to get their product out, please feel free to reach out to us and we'll put you in the, the giveaway um, wow. uh, rotation. So yeah. we want to make sure that we're doing that. Sure. And um, last but not least, on the 7th of November, we're closing out the, the weekend with a large um, gospel, gospel We're calling it Soulful Sunday. And this is actually going to be the inaugural event. We're going to be mm-hmm. doing this on a monthly basis, different genres of music each first Sunday of the month. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a whole new menu. Of course, we got to go back to our roots, shrimp and grits, mm-hmm. chicken and waffles. We're going to have fried green tomatoes. <laughs> and we're going to have something that we call soul rolls that you guys haven't heard of yet. Right. So we're, we're just we're excited about that. We're excited about being able to, especially me, it gives me an opportunity to create some new recipes and some new ideas. And we've been testing recipes for the last couple of weeks. Right. And we're pretty <laughs> excited about um, some of the things that we're going to be offering on that Sunday and, and, and in the future here at the restaurant. I'm encouraging every community-based organization in our community and any other community to come out and experience the savory tasting food that's at Jackie. And I heard about a new menu, but I was almost crying because I said, I know they ain't taking off the catfish. No. Screaming. Come on. Yeah. Oh, fish is not leaving. <laughs> oh, we're going to do a platter with shrimp and grits and fish. So there. Mm, You'll have some, have, get a little bit of everything. <laughs> well, I want to do this because I'm going to have you guys say it now and then say it again because. I know there's some people from Intel, Microsoft, Google, Facebook are going to listen to our show, and I want them to become corporate clients of Jackie's Place. Tell people how they can reach you so they can become clients. So for client-based catering, and if you want to just come and do an event at the restaurant, we can be contacted at events at Jackie's place sj.com or you can give us a call the number for the catering line is 408-223-7777 again 408-223-7777 and we'll be more than happy to accommodate whatever catering or event needs that you may have we would love to partner with any um, corporate client and then transition from being a caterer to a restaurant owner, Jackie, tell us the perils of that and how you were able to overcome them. Well, we're still overcoming the challenges of being a restaurant owner. Catering is completely different. You get an order, you go back and prepare the food and you take it and serve it, drop it off or whatever that is. There's really not a lot of overhead. But when you Mm -hmm. become, when you get a brick and mortar, Mm -hmm. you become responsible for those four walls, what's going on inside those walls. Um, there's there's a huge overhead um, responsibilities. Right. Um, the, one of the, one of our biggest challenges have been employment. Right. We thought for sure that after the um, unemployment thing would be over, that we'd be able to find mm-hmm. um, re- people that are experienced in, mm-hmm. in, in full service and, and has been yeah. and, that, and that actually want to work has been the complete um, opposite. I so the challenges um, having a from a, from a catering business to a restaurant is 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 two completely different right. things. Yeah. Um, if I didn't have the support of my my partners, my children, 
to to help me, I I can see very easily how a person would how people lose their businesses over a very short period yeah. of time. It's a lot of commitment is a lot of work and a lot of knowledge. Right. Um, you have to be aware of what's going on with your food prices, um, your payroll, payroll, the yeah. insurances. There's there's a lot of things to take into consideration when you go from or when you decide to go into a restaurant business, just because you know how to cook doesn't automatically assume you can come in here and just start. But it's, and it's every day is a lesson for us. Every day we're learning more and more, um, you know, numbers, running numbers and making sure that we're just keeping our pricing where we're, can still be profitable. It's a lot of, it's a lot of work. One thing that we uh, try to do, um, we're open Thursday through Sunday uh, from 11 to 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. That's what we were doing. Those are the time frames at our old location. And we continued mm-hmm. that because one thing that we don't want to do is over promise and under deliver. I mm-hmm. was talking, uh, to my staff earlier this morning is right. that, you know, being a business of color, mm-hmm. sometimes we feel like we need to work twice as hard to get half mm-hmm. the recognition. Yeah. So, in any business, whether you're going from something that's more remote or if you're a freelancer and you want to open up a storefront, mm-hmm. you have to rely on people who've done this before. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that my mom has done was bring in my siblings and I. Fortunately, mm-hmm. you know, for me, we, we've been having parties since you know, we've had parties when I was a kid just because it was Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. um, my, my mom's a cancer survivor, and I always felt like, um, yeah. you know, her being in remission, there was always this celebratory um, spirit that she had. So that's what got me into events. But one thing that she was able to do was tie us all back into this business and rely on our expertise. And anything that we did not know, we were mm-hmm. able to, or, or in the process of uh, contacting others to um, fine tune some of those policies these procedures and things that we didn't have to deal with before when we were just catering. Mm-hmm. So, um, like she said, it's it's not the easiest thing, but if you rely on the resources and the people and um, you know YouTube University, <laughs> you definitely um, you can do it. You just have to remain organized, do things in decency and orders, and make sure that your overhead and your costs um, are compatible to what your actually your product is. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a roller coaster for me, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy this because, you know, I when I was thinking about your times from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., I wow. thought, is it possible to stay open later than 7? Is there some profitability in that? Because I know when people say, hey, I want to go out to have dinner, they may think about it at 6.45 and go, oh, I want right, to go right. back in place and it's too late. Uh, what are you guys thinking about that? And you got well, about two minutes. For sure, for sure, our plans are going to um, change the first of the year. That's what our goal is. And that's what Cal was saying, over-promising and under-delivering. We mm-hmm. want to make sure that we have the proper staff, Carl. We want okay. people to come in and be greeted and be seated yeah. and, uh, and offer support while they're sitting there. We don't want people coming in and yeah. sitting down and then wondering where the wait- waiter and waitress is. And like I said from the beginning, the staff initiative has been one of the issues that's the only reason one of the only reasons why we haven't opened up more hours Mm -hmm. because we want to make sure that our staff is that we first of all have enough people Mm -hmm. second of all that they're trained properly so that you can have the best dining experience when you come through those doors man that that is fantastic now i don't want to cut you off but i 
We're almost out of time, Jackie. I'm just going to have to invite you guys back on. This has been so wonderful. I want to repeat a couple of different things, though. November 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th. Now, what about Tuesday? You said Tuesday's mom's special birthday? Uh, uh, yeah, my, my, Jackie's birthday is on November the 2nd. And uh, we're not doing anything per se on, well, we, we are, of course, as a family, but nothing uh-huh. at the restaurant. Oh, we're going to do that to the weekend. So when everyone comes in, make sure you wish Jackie oh, happy birthday. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, too, I, all I ask for every year, Carl, is for world peace. And so this year mm-hmm. is no different. I'm just grateful to be alive and, and grateful that I have my family beside us and the support from the chamber and the support from our community. Um, this has been a dream to a certain wow. degree. You know, it's even through all the hard work and all the stuff that we've gone through, I'm glad that we uh, that we have the support of our community and that I have the support of my family. Well, well you're going to get more, well, you're going to get more of it, Jackie, because we I'm promised to keep promoting it up. So I want to let everybody know, you know, the show is available as a podcast after the show airs, and if you want to hear it as a podcast, you go to blackchamber.com, click on radio show, then podcast. So until we meet again, remember whether it's education, health politics, even sports. It's all about business. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected, Silicon Valley Business Connections. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.